हेलो वेलकम टू द सेल्फ लर्निंग पॉडकास्ट बाय डॉक्टर सुषमा सिंह लेट अस स्टार्ट डिस्कशन ऑन यूनिट ट्वेंटी टू सस्टेनेबल डेवलपमेंट एंड चैलेंजेस टू डिसेंट्रलाइज्ड गवर्नेंस आवर टॉपिक इज इम्प्लीमेंटेशन स्ट्रैटेजीज इन एनी डेवलपमेंट प्रोसेस द पॉलिसी फॉर्मुलेशन इज नेवर अ प्रॉब्लम द प्रॉब्लम इज विद इम्प्लीमेंटेशन देर इज नो शॉर्टेज ऑफ प्लान्स एंड पॉलिसीज इन इंडिया their implementation is the real concern and this concern is often expressed by different strata of society governance requires efficient machinery or institutions these institutions are the ones on which depend the delivery mechanisms and the supportive framework of programs rules and procedures these institutions are important for fulfilling the proclaimed objectives and coordination between the determines their efficacy as is popularly known there are three f's functions functionaries and finance the first one is functions the functions of the implementing institutions are varied they span over a wider area of governance political economic social and civil the priority is to ensure the fulfillment of basic rights to food shelter water health and sanitation there should also be continued efforts towards decentralized form of governance rather than installing power in one implementing institution these include an efficient means of governance at the state district and village level there should be monitoring for implementation of reservation in these political bodies at local level it should be made mandatory for women and weaker segments of the society to participate in local administration or even take up the responsibility of a heading an executive body or decision making there should also be mobilization of people towards a better occupational ethics sustainable human development environmental protection and civic responsibilities the functions also include maintenance of law and order ensure rule of law and freedom of speech expression and rights of indigenous as well as free press and media ensure study improvement in social indicators take up anti poverty measures simplification of tax administration and realization distribute the local resources and benefit equally cooperate with the non government organizations and other philanthropic organization in relief and rehabilitation measures and ensure transparency and control corruption at high levels of public offices with the passing of the right to information bill the government has taken a major initiative towards ensuring transparency in the governance matters the next one is functionaries The first and foremost of the functionaries of decentralized governance is the government itself. It is responsible 
for its decision actions and implementation of policies. The accountability factor is a crucial element in this context. The bureaucracy has the decisive power in the administrative matters and is accountable to the citizen at large. In India, most of the decisions are taken by the bureaucrats who are at the core of the administrative machinery. It has been ill reputed for its absolute authority and for ignoring the concerns of the general public. Ultimately, the role of civic administration system is considered as the most significant factor in the decentralized governance. There are even demands for a clear demarcation of power between the law enforcing machinery and the machinery that is meant to carry on the development process at the district and the ruler levels. For example, the district magistrate monitors almost 167 development schemes at the block level. This severely undermines the status of the decentralized bodies and also the overall institutional capacity. This also means a compromise in the human development initiatives and in the quality of work. Officials at the district, block and village levels are responsible to a great extent in performing tasks that are public development oriented. Extending rewards and the incentive to the officers who perform and taking disciplinary action against those who are malfunctionaries will ensure the transparency, efficiency and accountability in the realms of governance. Now the next one is finance. One of the most crucial aspect of governance is the allocation of substantial funds for the development projects. Adequate funds and budget should be directed towards the implementation of these programs. The management of the economy at the macro and micro level enables the institutional capacity to deliver effective governance. The available resources should be utilized in a wise manner and the local resources should complement them. It should be taken into consideration that the procedural delays and hurdles are likely to deter the inflow of funds and assistance and prevent them from reaching the beneficiaries for whom it is meant. This often is prevalent in the Indian context where the weaker sections of the society do not get their due share. This is a poor reflection on its governance and management of resources. The public investment also constitutes the financial aspect. The development of infrastructure like roads and housing schemes would provide income to many rural people. This in turn would place fewer burdens on the environmental resources that are extracted in an indigenous manner. This, is, this also helps in tackling poverty and deprivation. The planning and finance commissions play 
a significant role in allocating funds for the overall development of the rural areas. In spite of the substantial budget allocation, many of the funds do not reach the targeted beneficiaries because of the prevalence of corruption, enhancing transparency, social audit and financial accountability, expediting disciplinary action against corrupt officials are some of the steps towards effectual sustainable human development governance. Now let us conclude the unit. Sustainable development is the process of improving the quality of human life while living within the caring capacity of supporting ecosystems. It carries the premise of development that can be achieved without an undue exploitation of the natural resources. The management of resources is easier said than done. It needs massive efforts not only at the central but also at the state and district levels to meticulously work out the modality of achieving the goal of sustainable development in tandem with the national policy. It is an ongoing process in India. The governance for sustainable development should include an integrated approach of economic and environmental concerns in the development strategy, keeping in view not only the quality of life that has to be offered to its citizens, but also an equal distribution of it with social equity as its goal. Governance should also safeguard a citizen's right to develop simultaneously holding the environmental concerns at the higher pedestal. There are numerous challenges to sustainable development in India such as loss of biodiversity, depleting natural resources, pollution of land, water and air as also poor health, poor literacy rate and environmental sustainability. The decentralized governance helps in promoting human and environmental concerns alike. For this, the pace of integration of the functions, functionaries and finance machineries needs to be accelerated so as to ensure sustainable human development. Now let us wind up the session and we have come to the end of the unit. Thank you very much for engaging yourself with the self-learning podcast.